Hello and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So, hello folks and welcome to another episode of the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward. In the Sales Chat Show studio today, Mr. Graham Jones and Mr. Phil Jessen from the Sales Chat Show Posse and myself, Simon Hazeldean. Uh, We also have joining us in the studio, Simon Portwain who is the author of the book, Sales Icon, Selling in the Shadow. So great, great to have Simon here. Obviously, slight technical logistical challenge that we have two Simons in the episode. So we have been agreeing how we're going to handle that. My suggestion was that I should be referred to as Lord Hazeldean throughout the entire episode. But Graham and and Phil have decided that was just a stupid idea. And I will be referred to as sales chat show, Simon. So uh, I'm I'm not happy with that. But there we go. That's uh, my lordship status has been relegated. So Graham, you have been taking a good look at uh, Simon Simon Portwain's book. So I'm going to hand over to you, sir. Fire away. Thank you, your lordship. Um, <laughs> Excellent work, Jones. Professor Jones. <laughs> so here, here we are. I've got this um, sales icon book. Uh, very impressive it is at 264 pages in my hand. And um, it's got lots of lovely diagrams and tables and charts and is really, really helpful um, if you want to become a sales icon. And uh, as I understand it, Simon, a sales icon is one of those salespeople that that you you want you admire that you look up to the kind of person who's really good at sales is it have i got that right that's exactly the definition um so we we put it down as uh those people who we envy in our industry um those sales people who make everything look effortless uh, the person who we idolize and look up to and they have the level of success that we all aspire for Fantastic. And uh, what inspired you to write the book? It's it's an interesting one. I I think when I I put the book together, um, I didn't have the plan of ever writing a book. I just started writing things down. I noticed how I and peers did things differently. Um, And yeah, it materialized over time into a book. And and this comes from your own sales career. What 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 was your sales career? I mean, you're still in sales, obviously. But but what what was it that you were doing in sales that made you seem different to your peers? It's a really good question. Um, I suppose from an early age, I noticed how I did things differently, and I focused on. Uh, the parts I say in the book of doing things in the shadows where success is made, then things that we do in the background, I focus my time on them um, where my colleagues didn't. And that saw a great level of success over time, many promotions in, in different businesses that I worked for, um, a great 
sales accolades that I reached. Um, and I saw many people ma- making mistakes that I had done over the years, hence why I populated all of them pitfalls and mistakes and, and bits of advice into a book. And yeah, that's what we have today. So what do you think the number one mistake is that salespeople make then? Oh, it's a tough one. Um, a real tough one. For me, I think people focus on the wrong things. So if I ask most salespeople, how do I get better at selling? I'd say nine out of 10 people would say to me, I need to get better at closing. And that's quite typical. Everyone thinks that the sale is just in the close, whereas actually when, when I do some deeper dives into to whomever the salesperson is, look at their processes and how they work, actually closing isn't a problem. Where, where much of their failure comes is that they don't develop enough opportunities. Um, so in tow, they close less because they have less at that final stage of the funnel or the process or whatever you, you, you um, term it from, from your own business. But that, that's what I see typically a pitfall is that they focus on developing the wrong areas where they should be, maybe just developing how many opportunities they build. Um, that's for me. And, and developing those opportunities, you you go through a kind of process, a system that enables you to to do that. Really, that it's the kind of if you follow these steps, you're going to build a you know a, a range of potential clients and customers. And that if you don't go through those steps, you're worried about closing those that you can find, as it were. So you're kind of very process driven in in your approach aren't you definitely i um it's it's probably bad i i studied maths at degree level and i've always had that focus i'm very methodical very process driven and that's my approach um i think if you're gonna if you're going to develop as a salesperson you need to have processes that you follow that you can fine tune to to understand where's the the success formula what can i do to become successful what didn't work this time and what can i change next time um hence why much of the book is that procedural that process that then things that you can follow i think one of the things that i was interested in was this kind of planning your sales journey do you want to take us through what you mean by that sure sure so um i suppose i'll i'll start by putting it into context so Prior to writing about sales journey plans, I'd I'd met with a young lady who. Hang on, where's this going? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) a young lady, nothing more. (laughs) So I met with a young lady who had a she had a nice opportunity um, with a potential client prospect, um, and I I asked her the simple question of how are we going to drive this opportunity forward so that come the buying window we're in the best position and her expression back to me was rather blank um she didn't really have an answer and what i found is that's quite typical of salespeople in that we don't always think about that that plan that next step or or how we need to build momentum to that period of the 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 buying window when a buyer is going to make that decision so Part of the book, I talk about putting together sales journey plans. And, and what a sales journey plan is, is simply a plan 
for the activity we're going to use from where we are today to the close of that buying window. And if we execute that sales journey plan in the, the correct manner, doesn't mean that we'll attain every sale, but it does mean that we'll be in the optimum position to attain that sale come the close of that buying window. So what I encourage all salespeople to do is for not necessarily every opportunity, maybe for those that represent a, a jump client or, or those that are, are what we call nice opportunities, medium to larger size, that we put together a sales journey plan. Um, and that would be where we are from, from now, day one, when the close of the buying window is, so the time scale and the activities that we are going to use within that time period is, in essence, how I describe it. I think that will tie in well with many of the things we've said on the sales chat show in the past. I know that his lordship, uh, <laughs> having been um, <laughs> in uh, sales management himself, uh, has said, to us in the past that you know when he was out with some of his sales staff that they were not necessarily planned and organized and and so on i've got that right haven't i simon or am i, I dissing your former colleagues too much no no 100 100 percent uh it is a particular soapbox of mine around around the planning and preparation i think also to a greater or lesser degree I do regard sales as a process. Uh, I realise there, there will always be uh, fluidity, and uh, there will always be you know different diversity of customers, etc. <clears throat> but I think it, you know Simon's concept of the journey is kind of understanding where you are, what you're doing. If, if I'm if uh, if I'm correct, Simon, in, in in terms of that, and I think also that has great value when you're a sales manager for, for coaching. So you can always do things like what, what is the next step? What needs to happen next? And also things like reverse close plans where you work backwards from getting the sale closed and then work backwards to see what it is that you need, that you need to do. So yeah, I mean, we've, we've, we've certainly touched on some similar topics on several sales, sales chat show episodes um uh, professor jones to return the uh lordship title back to you sir <laughs> simon i think that uh and i'm not talking to his lordship simon here um that uh part of your book here is it's very heavy on preparation uh, as being a a key thing is that do you think salespeople spend enough time in preparation Honestly, I don't. <laughs> the I see so many people fail on that preparation stage, and not to that they've got the right intentions at heart. Most salespeople is that they want to go out there, they they want to be gung ho and bring in as many sales as they can can possible. Um, sometimes it's necessary to just take a step back, evaluate what we're doing. Have we prepared things astutely? And another talk about common pitfalls, another common pitfall I see of many salespeople is that they attack the wrong prospects in that where they fall down is it in that planning stage. They don't necessarily put together who is my, my sweet spot of customer. What is my, um, I call it a, a sales spirit level in the book of, of, 
do the prospects I'm attacking marry up to that sales spirit level I've put together? If they don't, then then I shouldn't be be attacking them. I shouldn't be prospecting them. If they do, then yes, I, sh- I should attack them. And much of that falls in that preparation stage. We can waste copious amounts of, of hours, days, months if we don't do that preparation, if we don't do that prior planning. Yeah, I think you're right. A lot of people spend far too much time trying to get somebody to buy something and they're never going to buy it in the first place. Their their preparation for getting the right prospects and, and dealing with them is that they're spending time with people who are never going to buy. I have a friend of mine whose basic principle to selling is, are you going to buy it or what? And if, you, if it's or what, he walks away because he's not going to waste his time with people who are never going to buy something from him in the first place, which is not really preparation, but it's kind of very similar to your point that we can waste our time with people who are never going to buy from us. And that ultimately is down to poor preparation in the first place. What, what other things do you think that are really important for uh, salespeople to, to focus on these days? So a big one for me is uh, building momentum. So how I always describe this to salespeople is Building momentum in a sale is much like, I don't know if any of us have ever seen The World's Strongest Man before, um, but they, they do this event in The World's Strongest Man called the truck pool or aeroplane pool. Um, and what you'll see is these Goliath men who put this big harness on their back and they try and pull this this truck or aeroplane that weighs tons and tons. Um, they try and move it over a length of um, uh, space until they finish. Um, now, what you'll notice whenever they're doing these events is that the moment they lose momentum is the moment that 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 truck or aeroplane stops moving and that's exactly the same in sales in that often what we'll see is when we lose momentum in a sale is often where we lose that sale and and that kind of links back to that sales journey plan because what we're doing in a sales journey plan is putting together a structure for how do we maintain and build momentum so that actually come closer to that buying window we hit what we call a momentum crescendo where it's it's so influential the activity that we're conducting that it puts us in that optimum position to make that sale i think that's uh, really important that ties into uh, stuff that uh, phil has spoken about in the past. Phil's a, an ex-military man, but also spends his, spent his life on key account management. And it, I think, Phil, key account management is about keeping that momentum going with your key accounts, isn't it? Uh, it certainly is. And um, I, would, I would certainly echo uh, the points that uh, Simon has made. I think a lot of salespeople, sadly, they go off in bursts and it's sort of, subsides and then uh, every now and again where their boss says what's happening with this and what's happening with that uh, they they uh, they kick into gear again or they approach the performance review with the boss and start to revisit things that they should have been on but uh, no Simon's absolutely right keeping that forward momentum uh, towards the next stage of commitment and that doesn't mean closing the sale but uh, focusing on the next stage of commitment getting okay. one one rung up the ladder higher from where we were before yeah i think um i think that's really important um that that we 
we keep that momentum going um but we only to keep it going if we've done the preparation and we've got the journey all tied together as well so i think Simon, the, the, this all ties together very well for our listeners. Is there any one final piece of advice you'd give them? Uh, one final piece of advice for me is if we're, if we're putting together journey plans, if we're mindful of the momentum we're building in the sale, also be conscious of that meeting that momentum crescendo. So we want to build that momentum the closer we come to the, the end of the buying window. There is no point if we had, let's say, a 12-month buying window, then it would be ludicrous to, to build the momentum at the start um, and let it drop off. So a good example would be if, if we're selling a product that we can trial, for instance, or a, a solution that we can trial, and it's a 12-month sales window, then maybe don't push for that trial in month one. You'd be better to to lead with that in sort of nine the nine ten months out part of that process because we want to build up that momentum the closer we come to the buying window. If we do it in month one, chances are come come month twelve that buyer is going to have forgotten all of um, the information they found out about that trial or whatever it is that you've used, um, the, the momentum has slowed or, or it's dropped completely. So you be mindful of when you use sales activities and focus on the momentum crescendo, building your momentum the closer that we come to that buying window. That's a really useful piece of advice. Thanks very much. So before we close, Simon, how can our listeners get hold of you and how can they get the book? Yeah, so um, can get hold of me predominantly on, on LinkedIn or feel free to, to email me. Um, email address is simon at sales-icon.com. Um, the book is available to buy on all um, major retailers, so Amazon, Waterstones, Barnes & Noble. Um, yeah, feel free to get in touch and, and hopefully today's been useful and insightful and and yeah please do pick up the book if you get time to good well thanks very much indeed for joining us simon and um it's now my duty to hand back to his lordship thank you jones uh thank you for that thank you for taking taking the lead and thank you ever so much simon for 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 joining us i really appreciate you taking the time to to explain all of those key things and uh great to have a fellow simon on the on an episode and also a fellow world's strongest man uh fan as well i'm going to see one of the qualifying qualifying heats in the uk of the world's strongest man in in a few months looking forward to that i should be watching out for that momentum um going going through that so, folks, this has been another episode from the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward. 140, probably 150-plus episodes now available for you to listen to free of charge, saleschatshow.com website, or from, obviously, wherever you get your podcast, feel free to subscribe to the Sales Chat Show and access all of the useful episodes that we have. So thank you very much to our guest, Simon Portwain, author of Sales Icon, in the shadows it's been uh, lord simon hazeldean professor graham jones and unfortunately phil jesson who doesn't have any form of a title unfortunately phil we've um yes you, well you clearly have a lowly a lowly role play, but but you, can, but you uh, are a dj aren't you you do I, do yes pj the so dj phil? yeah pj the dj you can use that <laughs> that is 
you beat me to it, uh, DJ PJ or PJ the DJ. So thank you. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. Saleschatshow.com. We would just like to wish you good luck and good selling, folks. You have been listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at the Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. <laughs>